by the way, these, I don't know if people can't cut trailers anymore, but not one trailer looked interesting. For this not movie? One. The trailers before the movie was just, they were just, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying the movies are going to be bad, but the, they were so boring. The, the trailer, like I, there was one trailer for a documentary about the Holocaust. Yeah. That must've been. 10 minutes long? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm exact five minutes long. Like, you know, a trailer is like, what, two, three minutes right. long? About two minutes, yeah. This is about five minutes or more. Oh, geez. Dude, have you noticed that the trailers before the movie is like 20 minutes? It's like the movie starts at 8.20, but at 8 o'clock, the trailers start, and for 20 minutes. But I mean, I, yeah. But I mean. I, I don't like that part. particular trailer was very, very long, yeah. and it didn't, it didn't do justice to the movie because now i don't want to see the movie it didn't look interesting and then the trailers mm -hmm. after all the other trailers just you know they're supposed to get you excited yeah yeah, yeah. They're not, you know i was listening to a was it a podcast yesterday ruben someone said there was a, a the movie meet your black it was one of the, those movies that most people not most the opening weekend there's like a percentage i say like 20 percent of the people who went to go see that movie have you heard this left the theater right before the movie started like 20 percent in the opening weekend do you know why? Wait, wait. Left before the movies. Twenty percent left before the movie started. No, why? In nineteen ninety-eight, because they start. They showed the uh, trailer for the new Star Wars film, Episode One, and people saw. It. They wanted to see it on the big screen. They saw it right when Joe Black didn't seem to look too interesting to them. They took off, and I think it was like twenty percent. It was a big percentage. And I'm like, what? go see Star Wars Episode One just to see the trailer. And then they took off. They wanted to see it on the big screen. Got it, got it, got it. Irony, irony alert. Yeah. Uh, Joe Black is better. Meet Joe Black is way better. No. Okay. I've seen like that 10 times. You're announcing the team today. Are you going to make it? We rode out of need. Come on, boys. The need to stay in school. The need to eat, to sleep. We got to keep these right as long as we stay on the team. Washington Huskies coach is bringing an inexperienced vote to the competition. They said we couldn't compete with the richest schools in the nation. The Washington vote has taken the lead. Washington has done it. Hey there. Welcome back to Pod and Deliver. Tonight we're reviewing a film entitled The Boys in the Boat. This is a 2023 film. Just came out this winter. And it, it's directed by George Clooney. Ruben, this book is based on a book by uh, Daniel, Daniel James Brown. This book I read, oh, I want to say maybe 10 years ago. My wife read it as well. It might be her last book she read. And I say that because it was such a good book. And I was a little timid in seeing the movie. I did see the um, previews. I did. I see the documentary a few years ago. It came out. It was pretty good. And I said, wow, what is this? Is it, are they going to do a good job with this? Because I love this um, book. And as I saw, as I sat there watching it, Ruben, I'm going to say right now in the beginning, I really enjoyed the, the movie. Uh, there is an actor who's really the star of the film. His name is Callum Turner. Played um, His character is named Joe Rance. And Joe Rance is the, the title character in the book as well. You know, you can't really pay attention to all the rowers. This is a book about rowers, right, during the 20, 1932 Olympics. And it takes you back to their past when, where they started out at the University of Washington. And you see these, these rowers. Uh, a lot of them never rowed before. And the title character was just hungry. And I liked his story because you see him dealing with poverty as a child. His father got remarried and they just, he just left him really. 
Uh, in the book kind of details more regarding his uh, upbringing with his stepmother wasn't it wasn't really too close to her. And so he took care of himself from 15 years old till after that, right? And he he went through the depre this the depression years. These are people who are starving. And so you see these young men come to the University of Washington, get on these rowing teams, and they have to pick, right? There's a varsity team and a JV team, and, and the coach has to pick like nine people or eight rowers. And a, and a, I think the, the title is Coxian, the guy who sh shouts uh, directions, Ruben. I might be pronouncing it wrong. Uh, hopefully those people out there. Cox Coxwin. Coxwin. Yeah, Coxwin. And mm -hmm. so i got to be careful with that. Anyway, so... Uh, Anyway, my point is this is it does a really good job showing you that just the difficult being a rower. This is a backbreaking uh, job. And this is a young man, the, the, the title character, Joe Rance, who has to really um, get, put himself through it because he's hungry, though. He is not only hungry to to do well, but hungry uh, physically. And you see, you know, him with his um, just making relationships, but also having a difficult time with relationships because he's a poor guy. He's barely making it. And so I like it because you see these young men get together. One of my favorite scenes, though, Ruben, is a scene where Joe Rance is coming onto a train. They're traveling. I forget if they're traveling back east or if they're going to um, uh, row um, in Northern California. But you see that he he meets a young man on the, on the train. They're kind of teasing Joe, another rower. And Joe's mad. He just gets angry, walks away. And and this other rower sees, wow, I, I really just upset, upset Joe. And he feels bad about it. He goes back and tells Joe, hey, I'm just as poor as you, dude. I just, I just kind of come off that I'm not, but I am poor. This coat I have is not, I mean, I got it for practically free. And so you see that these guys, not just Joe, but the whole team, they're, they're, they're guys who are not wealthy individuals, University of Washington. And you just really root for these guys because they're going against some big schools, the back east, uh, Yale and Harvard. These guys have been growing since they were out of the crib, you know? And then you see them uh, go out to <laughs> Germany. They've never left their country before. And you just root for them. And it, you, in a way, Ruben, I, I, you look at the film, you go, this cannot be true. <laughs> this is not yeah. a true story. How could these nine individuals take on the best rowing um, um, team in, in Germany? I think that year, Ruben, in 1932, the Germans won every rowing event. Um, it was 32. 1932. It was 32. Yeah, yeah I thought it was yeah. a little bit later. But uh, yeah. I agree with you. I like the film. And um, I just want to emphasize to people, this is a true story that got a lot right from what I've read. And this is a rowing team who just learned how to row people. They're a JV team, people, at the University of Washington that beats the varsity team that had been rowing for a few years, longer. And um, you've heard of an underdog story. You, you've seen Rudy. This makes Rudy look silly. Think about it. <laughs> Rudy jumps in for one play. <laughs> but Rudy, Rudy is sweet in its own way. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh yes, and you know what film really it just screamed at me a similarity, not at the same level, but it just reminded me of what am I gonna say, Jacob? It reminded you of oh, um, is it the, okay. the, the the Latin the Latin runners? Um no, no, don't, don't say the Jamaican, don't say the Jamaican bobsled team, please. No, I'm talking about breaking away because oh. breaking away, you have yes. these kids, the cutters, yeah. who are just kicked around and laughed at. Mm -hmm. And man, do you root for? Oh, I I felt the same way in in some of the the sequences, the 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 race sequences as I did many many years ago, and that's. 
that excitement and that rooting. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking in my seat. Now I'm a I'm a just a old man at this point. How can I be moved like that? Like I was when I was a kid. It really had that effect on me. So um again, I, I'm not putting it on the level of a breaking away, but it it's great. Uh, I also want to mention um the Coxwain uh played by Luke Slattery. Oh, yeah. Now this is uh a smaller character, but you really see the just that impact that he makes. Um, the actor is great, you know, and it's in his eyes. It's just somebody who's small, but is inspiring to the rest of the uh, of the of the team, uh, especially the first the first oarsman. I know there's a name for it. I think it's called the stern. But mm -hmm. um, so, you know, uh, I, I did, can I just say something um, when you were sharing that I was thinking about the actual sport. Do you know this is like big in the 1930s? This is like the big sport, like. You saw like a lot of people watching, but in reality, reading the book, you find out there's like 30, 40, 50,000 people. That's like a football stadium watching these rowers like for these events. So this is a big, this is a big deal at that time. I can't even believe why it's not big now. This, this is a tough sport. Don't you think? I mean, this is tough. It's not easy. I, I do want to mention a couple of, of things that I liked uh, as well about it. It's kind of related to the te to teaching. But um, and I, I have a little bit of a knock on it. But um, you get, there's one point where uh, there's they asked the Joe Rance character. Somebody asked him, "Do you love, or or why do you do this? Why why do you row? Is it because of love of the sport?" Now you're expecting that kind of an answer. It's because I love this team. I love rowing. No, his answer is you get a a job out of it and a room. And it reflects his background, but it also reflects that. Sometimes you don't go into something for the passion because you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you hear that, right? You hear, oh, you're passionate about something, follow your dreams. Well, sometimes things aren't so, things that bring you that kind of passion and joy, but if you commit to it, the passion will follow. And that's what happened with Joe Rance. And then, he, uh, yeah. No, I was like, yeah, he, you're right, though. You could tell that he started loving it at the end. You know, at he, first it was a yeah. job because he, he wanted to feed himself. But by the end, he's 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 enjoying yeah. what he's doing. And, and and the thing that you the, the scene that you mentioned where where the kid goes back and says, hey, I'm I'm like you. I'm I'm mm -hmm. poor, too. That, well, that was his, that was as a uh, reaction to his own insult to Joe. He yeah. insulted Joe by by poking fun at the fact that he was a a hobo. He has nowhere to go because his family, his dad abandoned him. So he insulted Joe. Joe stood up for himself. And later he the kid apologized and says, Hey, let's 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 keep it, you know, let, let me be honest. I'm like you. I shouldn't basically I shouldn't have said what I said. Yeah. The other thing is um that moment with uh the Luke Slattery character shouting at the rest of the, you know, at the oars of the boat, yeah. the rowers. Um, it was the first moment where we see the JV team break out. And he says, let's show the coach who's in this boat. Now, I um, I, I got reminded at the power of not just motivating somebody, but the challenge and the competitive nature that a lot of our students have. And you really want to bring that out of them. And you can do that. You can you can really motivate as a teacher, and um, that really turned that team around. So I, 
I think that's what the film was trying to say too. Part of it is the impact of that coxswain. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. And um, and so and I think uh, you're right though. I think that is part of the the meat of it. Just saying, hey, this is this is a different type of group of people. People, and I'm not even sure if they'd be the great Ruben if it was ten years later or ten years before. This is just a time period where the country is hurting, and you need you kind of need these guys to do well. I mean, this is we're having Olympics next year, and I I, I know this is not an accident to have this film come out this year. Because people want to get excited for the Olympics. People want to say, "Is there, are there stories? Did we stand up to the Germans in 1913? Yeah, we yeah. did. And and these guys were one of those. Besides, um, who's the, the famous runner, the African-American runner, um, who did really Jesse, well? Jesse, Jesse Owens did really well. He, he's kind I, of I, talked about a little bit, yeah. I, I just have a question, though. Didn't you feel as you were watching this that you wish you could have learned more about rowing? Yeah. That, they, that the movie could have taught you more about rowing? Yeah, it's a good point. I found myself, as I'm watching this, a little bit discombobulated over the sport. I don't know exactly what the first oar is and what his job is supposed to be, or the bow. Bow? I'm having a little, how do we pronounce that again? The bow, not the, bow. Not the bow. Okay, bow, sorry. I think bow, yeah. Oof. It's been a while since I've even used these kind of terms. Okay, stern, bow. Yeah. Bow, you know, I'm forgetting how to pronounce them. But you're right though, we didn't get to really learn about it. We didn't. And I think we could have. I think this is this. So I want to point out two things. You, you say we didn't, we don't, we can't learn what these other guys are. We can learn what these other guys got. These other guys are. The director's choice was to choose not to do that, but he could have by by pointing out Johnson in the bow. Yeah. He's supposed to do this. Johnson, why why aren't you doing? He could have. He could. We could have gotten to know those guys. By learning what their roles are, and we understand now who's blowing it on the team better. We we and then and I, I want to point out too, there were moments in the film where the coach is shouting at them, but you couldn't hear what mm -hmm. the coach is saying. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Those were lost opportunities. Yeah, and so I, I felt like this yeah. movie is good, but it could have been great. But of course, I still recommend it. And um, and it's just, it's very inspiring, and you got to be uh, you know, a corpse not to be excited at the right. ending. I guess we didn't mention. Did we mention the the director as George Clooney? I uh, because that, I thought I did. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if you did, but I don't remember. But yeah, he definitely directed it. So yeah, there are a couple of things that weren't perfect. I do want to mention one more thing before we leave, and that is Joe Edgerton, uh, who played Al Uberson, the rowing coach, the one we just mentioned. I thought he did a good job. If you haven't seen the movie Loving. Uh, he does a great job by uh, playing Richard Loving, this this uh, actor. I mean, this person who married a African American in the 1960s and got in trouble for that because it was against the law where he was from. Great act. I thought he was a really did a good job as coach. And uh, and you know what? Like you said, Ruben, I do recommend it as well, and I do encourage people to go see it. And it's kudos, kudos to Clooney for yeah. not putting himself in that role. So I, I kind of knocked him on some choices he made, but. If he had put himself in that role, which is a good role, this coach, it was. Um, he needed a guy with lesser, you know, celebrity because George Clooney would have been too big for that role. Yeah. He's a great actor, but it wouldn't have worked. So that that's a good choice. So I'll give it to you. Good point. Well, listen, with that, we want to thank you for coming on to Pot and Delivery here. And and we are excited about future movies that we're going to look at in books and uh, people we're going to interview. Have yourself a good night. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast there. Press that button. Press that bell. And we will see you soon on Pod and Deliver. Have a good night. Bye-bye.